This here is a remarkable So So Death <laughs> remix. I got the Kindle going. I got too much stuff going on. 
Hey, Miss Pretty, how you doing? What's up? Um, if you guys want to call in, go ahead and give me a call. Area code three four seven nine nine six five three six nine. Press one on your keyboard if you want to talk to me. And my chat room is open. It is my chat room is open on uh, YouTube as well as Walk Talk Radio. I'm usually here every Thursday. 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube and Blog Talk Radio. What else, you guys? Oh, yeah, my name is Lisa, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, so just type in the Lisa Effect, A-F-F-E-C-T, and you will see I'm on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio and, uh, you know, I have a blog and all that stuff. So go ahead and check me out. Hope you guys had a good Memorial Day weekend. I hope you were lucky to have a three-day weekend. I did. I enjoyed myself. Um, Friday after work, we thought we might leave work early, but we didn't. But that's cool, you know, because a lot of us come into work early anyway, so we leave early in the afternoon. So that was cool. So we started happy hour at about 3. Yeah, uh, we walked to a place not too far from the job. And, yeah, we had a happy hour, you know, with our boss, had a couple of drinks, and then we took the party somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, we took it to uh, Dave & Buster. Uh, so, yeah, so we had a nice time there. I didn't drink at Dave & Buster, you know. The first place, you know, I had a couple of drinks. I was like, ah, that's enough for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but, yeah, David Busters, you know, we talk, we play some games, you know, oh, and watch, you know, the NBA and all that good stuff. So, yeah, so I had a good three-day weekend. Uh, my next birthday was weekend, uh, so my brother came over. We celebrated that. Uh, my niece took an Uber over here uh, from school. Uh, yeah, so we all had a really a really good time. So, and the time went by for watching the, you know, NBA finals. Next thing you know, it's after 7 o'clock. Next thing you know, it's after 8 o'clock. I'm like, oh, my freaking God, where did the time go? It's like, what happened? You know, but, yeah, I had a a really good time uh, over my uh, three-day weekend. So, I hope you guys do. Um, Didn't I just talk to you guys? Didn't I just do a show? Like I just did a show. Oh, I did. Cause my family came over. I, that's right. Yeah. Didn't I just do a show yesterday or Saturday? Yeah, one of the two. Yeah, that's what I thought. But anyway, hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Oh, it was so hard uh, getting up this morning to go to work. I was like, oh my god. I was like, uh, uh, uh. But yeah. So anyway, hope you guys are doing good. Uh, this is a, a impromptu show. I hadn't planned on doing a show. Matter of fact, I haven't been home that long. <laughs> I just came back from doing a little grocery shopping. I didn't do any of this. I was like, oh, let me get that out the way. So, oh, and I ran into a coworker at the grocery store. Now that may not be too surprising to you, but you guys, I work almost like fifty miles away from my job. I live like almost fifty miles away from my job. So for me to, like, run into a coworker 50 miles away, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, whoa, you know. But he seen me on my best behavior. 
So, yeah, so it was all good. So, anyway, let's talk about Miss Roseanne, you guys. Oh, and also, too, right now, Trump is speaking in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, he's endorsing somebody, you know, or whatever. So, uh, yeah, so he's speaking. So, I guess, uh, what am I looking at right now? I have CNN on, but I have the sound down. Um, and basically, I guess they're monitoring his speech because they want to see if he's going to bring up Roseanne or not, you know, because this, I guess this is, has become more of an entertainment issue. So, yeah, because, you know, Trump loves him some Roseanne, and Roseanne loves her some Trump, you know. And, yeah, so we'll see if he'll bring it up. He may not, you know. Who knows? We'll see. So, yeah, so the way I found about Roseanne was um, I was at lunch, basically, and I went, you know, I just had some little chicken tortilla soup, whatever. And so I went into the break room, and in one of the in the break rooms, they have, like, big screen TVs, right? And so the minute I walk into the break room, all I hear is somebody on TV is saying, black, black. I'm like, oh, shit, what happened? You know, I thought, you know, someone, you know, had gotten murdered by the cops or, you know what I mean? Because who was talking was um, April. You guys know April. She, she, um, she's a journalist. She might be the only female, only female black journalist, right? That's always in the press briefings on a daily basis. Yeah, that April. Well, yeah, I was like, what is April talking about? Because you know, I just got in the break room. I'm like, what is she talking about? So then, and I didn't have my glasses on because I do wear glasses, you know. And um, I really didn't have my glasses on. I just it, it said breaking news, and that's why I thought maybe. A black person had just got murdered by the cops or something. So she said, black, black, and then it said breaking news. I was like, oh, crap, what is it? But then it says uh, ABC cancels the Roseanne show after her racist tweet. And I'm like, what the hell? I mean, hey, CNN, I hate, I'm not belittling the situation, but they were acting like something happened in North Korea. I mean, they were like, stand by, stand by, uh, I have Van Jones on the phone. You know, guys know Van Jones from CNN, right? They're like, I have Van Jones on the phone. I was, I was like, damn, what's up, Tyree? And I'm like, oh, my God. So they were like, yeah, I got Van Jones. Oh, Van Jones, what do you think? What do you think? You know, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know? I don't mean to belittle the situation, but it was like that was the whole talk of the day was Roseanne. And I wanted to get another opinion, too, so I tuned in to Fox News Radio. Not Fox News, but, you know, like the radio shows from Fox News or whatever to see their take about it. And, uh, yeah, so uh, let's talk about this. Now, you guys know the Roseanne Show was a show that was so successful. It ran from 1988 to 1997. So it was so successful that after the show had been off the air for over 20 years, it came back, you guys. It came back on the air March 2018. It's like, first of all, that in itself made television history. I mean, in all honesty, can you guys think of a show that was super successful, then 20 years later they put it back on the air and it's even more successful than it was 20 years ago. 
I'm trying to think. I don't think this has ever happened before in television history. So what, Tyree, you said you heard it on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, I heard it at work, you know, because it was on the, they had CNN on in the uh, lunchroom. So that's how I heard about it, you know. And it literally had to have just happened when I went to lunch because it was like, oh, my God, CNN was going absolutely insane. I was like, oh, crap. You know, like I said, it scared me at first. But anyway, like I said, I don't know what other show that was super successful up until the end of the show it was successful, been off the air for 20 years or 21 years, comes back on the air with the original cast and succeeds just every mark. I've never heard of that in television history. And I was, actually, I was stunned because I thought the Roseanne show, it'll be okay. You know, because I, you know, hey, I watched the Roseanne show. I loved that freaking show. I watched it, you know. So when I heard it was coming back on the air, I was happy about it, you know, for uh, nostalgia purposes. You know, like, oh, but I didn't think it would do that well, you know. I was like, oh, the price do okay, but I didn't think it would do that well. And whoa. Was I surprised, you know? So, yeah. So I'm like, what? So anyway, the Roseanne show was on the air from 1988 to 1997. Had a good little run. And the reboot of the show, Instant Success, like I said, it looked like the show never went off the air. And we all know Roseanne over the years has said and done different things. But today it looks like it was the straw that broke the camel's back. So you're like, okay, what did Roseanne do that was so bad that her show was canceled immediately? Like, bye, you're out. Well, she sent a tweet that said Valerie Jarrett, the child of the Muslim Brotherhood and the planet of the Eight. It's like, what? For those of you who guys... uh may have forgotten, Valerie Jarrett. Uh, she is a black woman. Uh, she was born in Iran, and she worked under the Obama administration. You'll probably know her face when you type her name in. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember her. And she was born in Iran because her dad, uh, back then, he was a pathologist, and he was a geneticist, and he ran a hospital over there in Iran. So, it's not, you know, she wasn't born and raised over there. You know, she was born there. You know, but she wasn't uh, raised there. I think after they left Iran, um, she uh, they lived in England for about a year, and then I believe they moved to Chicago. So yeah, and um, and Valerie, um, she going by what she looks like, she kind of doesn't look like a black woman. You know, a while ago when I had. Said, said she was born in Iran. I just assumed she might be maybe from the Middle East or something, you know. But uh, it looks like her dad is black and her mom is like 25% black. I have no clue what Valerie goes by in her personal life. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know if she says she's black, she's this, she's that. I don't know. But it looks like Roseanne picked it for her, <laughs> you know. She kind of, you know, she picked it for her. So it's like, what? Anyway, so after she said that, because that's 
that statement kind of like came um, out of the blue, right? And so, uh, oh, what are you guys saying? Hey, what's up, Fiona? What's up? Uh, would you say, Karen, black folks love the old Roseanne because it was relatable? Yeah, and now we got to cut her loose. Yeah, because I looked at the Roseanne show because it did seem relatable. It kind of, I know you guys probably not going to agree with me, it kind of reminded me of the white version, sort of, of like a, not like good times. I don't know. You know what I mean. It kind of, I it kind of was relatable. You know what I mean. I don't know. It's hard for me to explain it, but I kind of could relate to it. Yeah. What you say, Karen? Uh, remember, Roseanne said she had multiple personality disorder about 25 years ago. Oh yeah, I remember that very well. Because I think when she was younger, was she raped or molested? It seemed like something like that happened. I I forgot, but yeah, I remember. You know, she had some issues and stuff. So anyway, uh, ABC issued a statement that said Roseanne's Twitter statement is abhorrent, repugnant, and inconsistent with our values, and we have decided to cancel her show. And what makes it so bad, you guys, is that pre-production for season two was already underway. It's like, wow. And I didn't know this or not. Um, what are you saying? Sometimes when you say, but I'll never go hard on you. But yeah, so um, it looks like Roseanne back in 2013, she also referred to Susan Rice, who was black, who also worked under the Obama administration. She also called her an ape. And it's like, what? I don't remember that, you know? But, yeah, I also called her an ape. It's like, what's going on here? So it's like, wow. And then they're also showing um, Roseanne. She is Jewish. But she was in a magazine, I guess it was a while ago. And I guess they do, It's I want to say it's a Jewish magazine. They do a little satire or something. But she dressed as Hitler, and she was baking cookies. And she called them Jewish cookies or something and like a picture for putting them in the oven. I mean, that shit is not funny. I don't care if she's Jewish or not. You know what I mean? That's like me, you know, I'm an entertainer or a comedian and I'm making fun of slavery. It's like, come on now. I mean, uh-uh, that's not cool. I don't like that, you know. And, uh, and back in the day, and I totally forgot about this. Now I remember it. You guys remember Marie Osmond? You guys know Marie Osmond. Well, look her up if you don't. Google her. Well, anyway, uh, her son had committed suicide um, a while back. And Roseanne had said, oh, he probably committed suicide because he was gay. And you guys pushed him to commit suicide. Because Marie Osmond, I think, I think they're Mormons or something like that. So she was trying to say, oh, maybe he was gay and you guys put pressure on him, and he had to kill himself. And Marie Osmond was like, oh, no, he wasn't gay, you know. And then I believe uh, Roseanne um, had apologized uh, for that. And, of course, we all remember Roseanne for the famous national anthem and all that stuff. And after she sang the national anthem, you know, she spit on the ground. And, you know, it was it was a hot mess, you know. So it's like, what? And all this would happen on Starbucks 
Diversity Day, because remember, every single Starbucks closed early today, so the coworkers can discuss diversity. So, yeah. So, Roseanne, it's like, what? It's like, uh, uh, uh. So all this afternoon, um, like I said, I've been listening to both sides of the argument. Uh, some people are acting like this is the end of the world. You know, CNN is like, oh, wow, you know. They, like I said, they even put Van Jones on the phone real quick, you know, to get his reaction. And about an hour ago, they spoke to Cornell West. Now, Cornell West, <laughs> my man Cornell. Now, Cornell, see, I thought I could talk a lot. No, Cornell West can talk a lot. And not only does Cornell West talk a lot, he kind of, well, I guess I get sidetracked too, right? He gets sidetracked, and he uses a lot of words. I don't use a lot of words, but you know how Cornell West, he uses a lot of words, and then after a while, it's like, brother, what you trying to say? You know, actually, I have one of Cornell West's books. Um, it's, it's hundreds of pages long. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've had it all these years. I've had the book for over eight years. I think I'm on page 10. I mean, it's very wordy. I don't know how else to say it. Matter of fact, I'm going to have to uh, get back to that book. I'm going to try to read it again. It's just very wordy. You know, I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you guys, so anyway, um, so like I said, I was listening to both sides of the argument, I was listening to a lot of CNN today, and at the same time, I was listening to Fox News Radio, uh, CNN, you know, basically, uh, they feel uh, ABC did the right thing, you know, no problem there, they definitely did the right thing, Fox News Radio, you know, some of the callers were calling in saying, what's the big deal? You know, Roseanne said she was sorry. You know, it was in poor taste. She said she was sorry. Let's just keep it moving. You don't have to cancel a whole show because of a tweet. So, you know, that's what some people feel and everything like that. But the thing is this, you guys, and what I didn't know is that the Roseanne show, you know, it's on the ABC network, but ABC is part of Disney, you guys. You guys know Disney. They try to keep, you know, they try to keep, you know, their reputation, try to keep it clean, right? So um, so it's no surprise that they did um, cancel the whole show suddenly. You know, it's like, eh, you're out. And not only that, remember Black Panther, Come on, Disney just made over a billion dollars with Black Panther. So it's kind of like, you know what I mean? Eh, Disney's like, wait a second now. We don't want to get black people upset now. We just got their money. <laughs> we don't want to get them upset here. So, yeah, so this coming on the heels of, you know, Black Panther and all this stuff. And it's like, God, you know? Mm-mm-mm. And Wanda Sykes. I didn't know Wanda Sykes, uh, she was one of the writers, I believe, on the show or something like that. She quit the, she quit the show. So it's kind of like, okay, so even if the show kept it pushing, okay, now you're going to have to hurry up and find a replacement for Wanda Sykes 
who is that going to be? Because post-production has already started. So, okay, Wanda's like, you know, she's not coming back. So right in the middle of, you know, production, you're going to have to hurry up and find somebody to be her replacement. You're going to, they're going to have to sign a contract. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, ooh, you know, it's kind of rushing things, you know, and it also seemed like that would have been too much drama. You know, it's like, eh. And then not only that, think of the cast. The rest of the cast, let's just say hypothetically, they could care less what Roseanne said. Let's just say the cast is like, oh, God, Roseanne is Roseanne. You know, let's just keep this moving. Even if the cast felt that way, their agent or their publicist, man, I felt that way. They may have tapped him on the shoulder and like, "Uh, you know what, if you continue on the Roseanne show, it's not going to be a good look for you. And we don't know what Roseanne might say in the future. So you might want to bow out early, you know, when it really hits the fan. You know what I mean? So um, so who knows? It could have been like that, you know, who knows? And uh, what else, you guys? And me personally, I think even if they kept the show on the air, it would have just burnt out slowly and painfully. You know what I mean? It would have been an epic fail. It would have just been horrible. You know, you would have had this cast member leave two months later, this other cast member leave. You know what I mean? It would have been like, oh, it would have been worse than what it is now. So I think ABC was like, we're just cutting it. Boom. You know, it's all, we're shutting it all down right now. It's like, wow, it's interesting. It's like, mm, mm. Mm. Yeah, but then again, like I said, the rest of the cast, even if they wanted to keep the show going, like I said, I think it would eventually ruin their reputation because people would have been like, oh, I can't believe you're still on Roseanne after she said that about that black woman and that other black woman. You're going to be, you know what I mean? I think, yeah, it would have, even if they wanted to stay, I don't think it would have been a good look for their image anyway. So, yeah. And advertisers would have dropped like flies. You know, you put enough pressure on advertisers. You know what I mean? It's going to gonna stop, you know? So, yeah, it would have been, uh, yeah, it would have been an epic fail. And, uh, and then, too, let's just say, hey, let's just fire Roseanne and keep, and keep it moving, okay? People leave shows all the time, right? Let's just, you know, because remember back in the day, you know I'm always bringing up Stanford and Son and good times, right? Because I don't know if you guys know it or not. Uh, at one point, uh, Fred Sanford, not Fred Sanford, oh, my God, Red Fox, <laughs> the actor that played Fred Sanford, uh, he left the show for a whole season. I think because I don't know if he wanted more money or there was some conflict or that, oh, yeah, he left the whole season and that season it went pretty well without him but uh i don't know how long the show would have kept moving come on without the character fred sanford you understand what i'm saying it's kind of like and eh, you know it was good for you know it, it was all right for one season you know but after a while you know trying to work the show around grady Lamont, you know what I mean? Those are very important characters to the show, but uh, to keep it going some more. So if you see the episode um, when he came back, because it was like he, 
I think he pretended to go to St. Louis to visit relatives or something like that. And then he comes back to the show. And you could even tell the cast members were happy to film that episode. You could even tell the audience. See that episode? God, I forgot the name of the episode. You can tell, because I had to even look it up at first, because I was like, why is Red Fox not on this season? Something must have happened. And that's when I looked it up. So if you see that episode of when he came back to the show, you could tell the crowd, the audience was happy, the cast was happy, and you could kind of tell. So, yeah, so in that same vein, uh, you can't have Roseanne's show uh, without Roseanne. It just wouldn't have worked, you know. Oh, yeah, Tyree Sanford Arms. Yeah, that didn't last long at all. Did it even last uh, a season? I don't even think it lasted a season. It didn't do well. And remember back in the early 80s, they tried to bring back uh, Fred Sanford. Remember, it was on, weren't the episodes on BET, right? I think it was just called Sanford or something like that. Remember, because in this uh, rendition of the show, it was, you know, Fred Sanford, he was, uh, dating this wealthy black woman, and her brother hated Fred. You know, it was a good show. It was all right. It wasn't as good as the original Sanford and Son and everything like that, but it was doable. But, of course, it wasn't the same. And, yeah, Sanford and Son, yeah, 1980, yep. So, yeah, so even if they fired Roseanne from the show, that would have been it for the show because, the characters on the show, people don't, people are not tuning in for all of them, you know. It's not that they're bad actors or actresses. It's like Roseanne's personality on the show and off the set is just polarizing. You understand what I mean? She's just too dynamic for them to just fire her. And, yeah, we'll just keep it pushing. It's kind of like, uh, somebody. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, just like Good Times. You guys remember Good Times? The actor that played uh, James Evans, John Amos, um, he left the show, and the rumor was he was getting tired of J.J.'s character on the show. He was getting a little tired of that character, so he was like, you know what? I'm out of here. And Good Times, it, it stayed on the air for another three years, but it wasn't the same. You know what I mean? I mean, okay, I'll, I'll tell you this. Like, Sanford and Son, I have all the seasons of Sanford and Son. Good time, I stopped at season three. Uh, when James uh, Evans' character died on the show, I didn't buy the rest of the season. Not that I didn't like the rest of the season, but James' character was just, the character James Evans was just so powerful to that show. It was like, whoa. I mean, of course, um, it did pretty well because even though John Amos left the show, there still, though, was a lot of, I guess you would say, material. You know, like, say, for instance, for Michael Evans' character, okay, we got some episodes out of that character, Thelma. Oh, we got some really good storylines from her character. J.J., yeah, some good lines. Walona, you know, Bookman, you know. 
hey, bring in Janet Jackson as Penny. You know, so they, it was doable, you know, for another three years. But three years of Roseanne without Roseanne, I don't think, yeah, yeah, Tyree, damn, damn, damn. See, that's, <laughs> and remember at one point in time, did Astro Roll leave the show briefly? If I'm not mistaken, I could have sworn um, she let. Yes, I remember she left the show because she was gone for a minute, and she came back, and it was like, "Mom, you're back." So I don't know if Esther Roll was like, "Well, if John Amos is leaving the show, then I'm leaving," or I forgot, you know, what happened, you know, and uh, yeah, I forgot what happened. Oh, on a side note about good times, because you guys, I'm I'm always doing side notes. Um, uh, Bernadette Dana, you know, that's the actress that plays Thelma. Uh, she was saying with Esther Roll, it was almost like she was a relative of hers. And there's actually some rare pictures of them. Um, they have their scripts out, and there's a picture of them going over their lines together. You know, it's such a cute picture, you know. But she was just saying the whole cast, you know, they had a really good time, you know, working with each other, you know, and everything like that. So anyway, I'll just throw that um, in there. Oh, hey, Fiona, bye. Oh, headed to work. Oh, girl, yeah. Well, have a good time at work, you know, if you can, you know. Well, some people like their job. You know, I have to say I like my job. You know, people don't bother me. You know, I talk a little bit at work. I put my headphones on, listen to different little podcasts and all that. So, yeah, I think when you just hear the word work, it's like, oh, work. You know what I mean? So thanks, Fiona, for taking time out. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. I really do. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so firing uh, Roseanne, that wouldn't have helped. You know, and then people are saying, well, why the hell was she even hired in the first place? Right? <laughs> just like, why was she even hired? And to be honest with you, I think one of the reasons why she was hired is I think ABC was like, you know what, what are the odds that Roseanne is going to F? You know what I mean? It's like, hmm. It's like, what are the odds that she's going to destroy the entire show? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, so it's kind of like, wow. You know, and even though she said all this stuff in the past, it's like, wow. Uh, ABC really took a chance on Roseanne, didn't they, when you think about it? Yeah. Oh, what do you think, Karen? I never thought J.J. was funny. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes his character was irritating, you know, and then a lot of his Storylines, though, were really good. I mean, we got some good stories out of J.J. Remember when J.J., uh, he caught a venereal disease? I don't know if you guys remember that episode. Uh, And I was like, what's VD? You know, I didn't even know. I don't think at the time what a venereal disease was. So remember from him, we we got (laughs) VD. And remember, oh, one of my all-time favorite episodes. Remember when J.J. bought a car? with three or four of his friends, and all of them were trying to share that one car. And then, you know, they were running out of gas money. Hey, I mean, I got a date. You guys remember that episode? Oh, man. That was an excellent episode. Oh, and you can't forget when Debbie Allen 
made an appearance on the show. Remember when J.J.'s character eloped with Debbie Allen and J.J. didn't know she was a heroin addict? Remember that, you guys? She was a heroin addict. I'm like, what? Oh, and also, remember the episode? Look, I know them all, right? Remember the episode when J.J. was taking his girlfriend, who's super rich, he was taking her to this fancy rich ball, and the parents came over to the Evans household, and they were like, you ain't taking my daughter nowhere, remember? And remember, of course, when James Evans dropped the N-word on national TV <laughs> on that episode, remember that? Oh, and what, oh, and remember when J.J. got shot because he was forced to be in a gang? And remember Mad Dog? Remember the character Mad Dog? Remember he shot J.J.? You know? Uh, what is another one? Yeah, so J.J., oh, and one of my favorites, you guys. Remember when J.J. was going to paint this chick nude? That is one of my all-time favorite episodes. Do you guys remember that? Carl Weathers, you know, the actor that played in the Rocky movies. He played Apollo in the Rocky movies. Yes, you guys, do you remember? Um, it was, um, it was. I think she lived in the building or something. And for her husband's or boyfriend's birthday, she was going to uh, have J.J. Painter in the nude. And, you know, she and J.J. was like, sure, come on over. And Florida was like, you ain't painting nobody nude in this house. You know, and then he was like, okay, but I'm going to get some money. But then it was a compromise that she would, you know, oppose in a bathing suit. Okay, why did she come over? She had her coat on. Why did James pull up the seat? And Florida was like, uh, what you doing? He goes, oh. He says, oh, I need to see what's going on. <laughs> oh, God. I hated James. Then he was acting so horny on that episode. I hated it. And then, um, she was like, she took off her coat, and then she had her, her bathing suit on, and James was like, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> and then she was, she was like, J.J., do I look all right? He fell on the floor, and then I think James said, yes, Lord. <laughs> and he was sipping coffee, and he told Florida, oh, Florida, uh, this, this coffee's cold. Can you give me another cup of thigh? And Florida was like, what? Oh, he was so horny on that episode. But, yeah, but anyway, oh, my God. Yeah, so I have to say J.J.'s character at some point. Oh, and remember the time when J.J. didn't know, like, two or three of his buddies were, like, dealing drugs, and they just wanted him to do something innocent, you know? I think they wanted him to do some accounting or something like that. I forgot. And he got all involved in the drug game. He's like, what? Oh, and remember when J.J. was dating an older woman? Oh, my God. What else was J.J.? So I will have to say J.J.'s character gave us a wealth of episodes, you know. So, yeah. So Oh, and remember, too, this is one of uh, an episode when, um, remember J.J., he started working for, was this an advertising company or or something like that? Remember those a uh, few episodes? So anyway, yeah. Uh, what do you say, Karen? The show, the reruns on TV, one, the actors don't get paid for the reruns or DVDs. Yeah, because I know, 
I really can't because I know rerun started. Uh, I forgot which year rerun some of the real old shows. They don't get residuals. But I think, I want to say in the 70s, I think you were getting residuals. I'm not sure, you know, because I do know um, of an actor, you know, that was getting some uh, residual checks. And this is from stuff he had done, like, in, like, I don't know, like 1978, you know, he would, like, get a check in the mail, you know, and stuff like that. So I don't know. But, yeah, you might be right, Karen. It's a contract thing. You might be right. You know, you might be right. So, um, but, yeah. Oh, and if you guys, uh, I don't know if they have it where you guys live at. Uh, it's a TV network called, is it Antenna TV? Where they do show old episodes of Good Times and Sanford and Son in case you're interested. Is it, let me look now, you guys. Hold on. Is it Antenna TV, I think? Hold on. Uh, let me see. Uh, yes, Antenna TV. They play a lot of old shows. Good look. Right now on Antenna TV is Barney Miller. Yeah, oh, when I was growing up as a little girl. Man, I thought Barney Miller was the boring because <laughs> I was too young to know what was going on in the show, and it seemed very claustrophobic, right? Because Barney Miller seemed like everything just happened in that one little room, right? I know on Good Times everything happened in that one little room, but at least it seemed bigger, right? Oh, look, and they're also playing Alice. Remember Alice? Remember those waitresses that worked at Mel's Diner? Oh, okay, yeah. So it's on, uh, you can catch, um, oh, they're playing, uh, oh, God, they even going to play Johnny Carson's old episodes. Yeah. Oh, of course, the theme song. Let me tell you something. I don't know which theme song I like better, the one from the Jeffersons. Wait, there's three theme songs, though, y'all, that caught my attention when I was a little girl. The Jefferson, because it, it was very catchy. Good times, very catchy. And Maude, remember? Didn't Donnie Hathaway? If I'm not mistaken, Donnie Hathaway sung the theme to Maude. I could be wrong, but I think it's uh, Donnie Hathaway. Oh, Karen's saying Logo plays Alice, too. And Me TV, yes, because I have Me TV. Oh, it's about Me TV shows Wonder Woman. Y'all, let me tell you something. When my brother was, like, only two years old, he loved Wonder Woman before he could barely talk. Um, then I always tease him. I was like, man, he was always a sellout. I'm telling you, you guys, he, he, I don't even think he was even two. And Wonder Woman would come on. I remember he'd point to the screen. He'd go, whoa, woman, whoa, whoa. He could barely talk. I'm like, oh, my God, how does this little baby know Wonder Woman, you know? Yeah, oh, I used to love Wonder Woman and all that stuff. So, yeah, you guys. Did you guys know Linda Carter uh, that played Wonder Woman? I think she is part Latino or something, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, on a side note, you know. Yeah, and maybe that's why, um, maybe that's why um, 
she was nice looking. That's not what I mean. But she looked different than the other chicks on TV at the time. You know what I mean. I mean, Linda Carter was like shapely. You understand what I mean? I mean, she didn't look like like Charlie's Angels. You know what I'm saying? She was a little more, you know, a little more shapely, whatever. Oh, my laptop. Laptop is dying. Let me plug it up. So, yeah, y'all, hold on. Uh, let me plug this in here. Uh, let me see, y'all. Hold on. Oh, my God, all these books. Hold up. Okay. Yeah, so. Let's see. Did that fix it? I hope it did. I should have. Yeah, I think it did. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, her mom is Mexican. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I think back in those days it wasn't popular to say stuff like that. So, oh, and also, you know who also, too? Uh, what's her name? Raquel Welch. Uh, I believe she's Ecuadorian, you know? So it's like, what? They'd be trying to say all this stuff, like, after they made all their money and stuff. They'd be like, Oh, by the way, I'm Latina. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, oh, yeah, by the way, now that I got my money, <laughs> I'm going to let y'all be. Yeah, so, yep. Mm-hmm. Linda Carter. Because, you know, Latinos look like black, white, and everything else. You know what I mean? So, yep, yep, yep. Oh, I, what's this? Did you Google Yacht Fed being an African prince? He told Byron Allen that in an interview, oh, I love Nisa. Oh, can't watch you bring him up. Oh, if I could just meet that man. I don't know why I like um, that actor, Yafed Koto. First of all, look him up, guys. He's not, I guess, what you would call a physically attractive man, but he has this presence. First of all, his name, who, there is only one Yafed Koto, right? And not only that, isn't he, he's from the island, he's from New York, and he's Jewish, tall, and I like his voice. I, what else do you need? What else do you need, you know? God, if he's a prince, man, if he's a prince, forget that royal family. <laughs> man, shoot. Here's your bed with, you know, Princess Lisa. I would rock this. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, working black men chow, how you doing? Oh, you always sound so cute. Oh, you're so nice. Hey, but someone in the comment section says, no, I'm not. I don't sound cute. They were complaining. I told you guys this already. How about I cuss a lot? I don't think I cuss a lot. Look, I did this whole episode. I don't even think I cuss. Well, let me think. I don't know. But you know what I mean? To me, it depends on what I'm talking about. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm not, and I usually give a um, a disclaimer, you know, that on my show, you know, I do cuss and I will drop the N-word from time to time. I mean, you know, I try to give a disclaimer and all that because I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to change this. You know what I'm saying? It's me. I'm sorry. I'm not going to change it. So it is what it is. But the person that said that, I think they must have listened to the whole episode because they said some other stuff. And I was like, I think you listen, even with me cussing and stuff, I think you would listen to the whole thing. 
family or a wedding or something, one of those two, because I think what I did like two episodes on a real wedding, one of them people are going absolutely insane over the stuff I said. Somebody said I, oh, somebody said, well, God, you sound like you know more about uh the royal wedding than you do about African royalty. It's like, I do. (laughs) I do. Why don't you educate me and educate the rest of us on African royalty? Oh, that's when I would think I was talking about Umar Johnson spending over an hour talking about Meghan Markle marrying Prince Harry. They were like, oh, you talking about all this? Well, so is Umar Johnson, but he claims to be the prince of pan-Africanism. So why don't you get on him first, okay? Then you get on me, because he's talking about Africa this, Africa that, but he ain't schooling none of us on the history, you know, on African royalty. So why are you getting on me when you need to be getting on him? So I was like, Matt, please miss me. You know, so ridiculous, you know. But anyway, yeah, yeah, people are miserable. I know. It's like, what? That's ridiculous. It's like, uh uh-uh. Oh, yeah, Karen, I heard about what Umar Johnson, what his father said, he's dead to him. Yes, I did hear about that. I'm like, what? I don't know what's happened between him and his dad. I have no idea. Family of like 10 to 12 kids and stuff, you know. And he was wondering, well, how come Meghan Markle's mom didn't invite her family? Were they invited? It's like, well, we don't be seeing your family popping up when you do lectures, you know. Why don't you take a look at yourself first before you worry about other people and who's inviting who? Shit, I don't be seeing, I don't see your parents at your lectures. I don't see no brothers or sisters at your lectures. Now, I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. But he never mentions his brothers or sisters. He mentions Tyler Perry more than he does his own damn family, right? So it's like, man, please. It's like, uh uh-uh. But anyway, you guys. I think that's all I got to say about this uh, Roseanne thing. I mean, it's getting to the point where I think, well, you know, I think I'm going to, okay, well, well, first I'll say this. First of all, I feel sorry for the cast. Not only the actors and actresses on the set, but everybody on the set. You got the people that do the light. You got people that do extra work. You have writers directors, you know what I mean? All, everything was perfect. And the show was, the ratings were through the roof. It was getting better and better. It it was number one from jump. And I just feel so sorry for the people that work on the show that are not as rich as Roseanne. You know what I mean? She has enough money. She can just hide somewhere, you know. But when you really love acting and you like coming to work and you like what you do, it could be devastating to you. You know what I mean? And what makes it so bad is some of these actors and actresses on the show, they might have turned down movie roles stuff to be on this show. Because remember the, um, what's her name in real life? Uh, she's the actress that plays Roseanne's sister on the show. Is it Lori Metcalf? Remember, she was just in an Academy-nominated movie, and she was the main star. You understand what I mean? So who knows? After um, after the movie was nominated for an Academy Award, you know what I mean? She's probably getting offers through the roof 
right now. But she's like probably already committed to Roseanne, the show Roseanne, you know? So it's like it's really bad. Yeah, it's very sad, very sad. And then you have Sarah Gilbert. You know, I know, does she still do uh, that roundtable show? Um, I think it's on Channel 2. You know what I mean. It's like it's similar to The View. It's similar to The Real. Is it called The Talk or something like that? Yeah, I think she's still doing that. But it's just like, it's almost like you got left at the altar. You know what I mean? Or it's like, I don't know, it's almost like things are going good on your job. You got a promotion. You got a raise. And boom, the next thing you know, you get laid off. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, my God, I had such big hopes for the future, you know? And I just, uh, oh, okay, the talk. Yes. It's just, wow. It's just really. Mm-hmm. Yes, I really feel sorry for the cast and the crew. You know, can you imagine, you know? And then, you know, John Goodman, you know, because, you know, John Goodman is doing excellent after the Roseanne show. He's been playing in hit movie after hit movie, like boom, 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 you know. So no telling. And remember, didn't he just lose over 100 pounds, you know? And so no telling what movie role he had he turned down because he's like, you know what? Let's give Roseanne another shot. Let's give the people what they want. So I think that's what kind of upsets me. You know what I mean? That's like I'm John Goodman. Who knows? Maybe they had him like, hey, you know, we have you in this movie. We want you to, you know, Denzel Washington's in the movie. And and he's like, oh, you know what? I already signed a contract to do Roseanne. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, all because of this one lady, you know, and there's no excuse for what she said. It's stupid what she said. It wasn't even funny, and I don't, it, there's no excuse. I know some people are trying to give her excuses. Well, she said she was sorry. No, 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 no. This is just, it's just ignorant, you know? It's just, mm-mm-mm. It's just, wow. I just feel so sorry uh, for everybody that worked on the show. Everybody just, oh, I'm just pissed. I'm pissed. It's, it kind of reminds me of, I'm still, you know I'm still pissed at Kevin Spacey. That's how I feel right now. It's like House of Cards was a brilliant show. And it's one of those, it's like no one else can play uh, Kevin Spacey's role. I don't know, they could try, but you know what I mean. It's like he nailed it. It's like, right, damn, he nailed it. He's right. You know, he nailed it. Oh, and now, you know, him, oh, trying to have sex with a 14-year-old boy. That's, ugh, just nasty. You know what I mean? You know, and because of his uh, child, trying to molest a child, now everybody has to be out of a job for his dumb ass. You know what I mean? It's just, oh, that just makes me sick, getting all these people out of a job, you know? Oh, I just hate that. Mm-hmm. Oh, the lady that plays Roseanne's mom. Poor old lady. Yeah, Is she still on there? Oh, you're right. I think, yeah, she is. 
she is still on there. Cause did, did she take Shelly Winter's place or what? Remember, I forgot, you guys. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, and a side note, you guys. You know the actress that uh, plays Roseanne's mom. Guess what, you guys? She is in a very interesting movie that came out in the early seventies. You guys may have never heard of the film. It was an independent film called The Watermelon Man. Did you guys have you guys ever heard of this film? It is interesting. Oh God. Um. Oh no, Shelley was Dan's mom. Yes. The actress that played uh, that Roseanne's mom, she was in an old movie called The Watermelon Man. God, he was a famous uh, comedian back in the early 1970s, but he died of a heart attack, unfortunately, in the 70s. Oh, God, his name. Let me look him up. Uh, Here we go. Not the watermelon diet. (laughs) It's the watermelon man. Yes, this movie. Oh God, this movie came out in 1970, and it only grossed a million dollars. The director was Mario Van Peebles. I didn't know that. That Godfrey Cambridge was the main character. Look, they got a wrong picture of Godfrey Cambridge. Oh, my God. That's not Godfrey Cambridge. I'm looking at IMDb. Yes, this was, this was a, here, I'll, I'll read you the little um, synopsis of the movie. Yes, yes, Karen. It says, Jeff Gerber, an insurance agent, lives in a typical suburban neighborhood. He is also both racist and he's a fitness freak. But Jeff's bigoted world of taunting her and harassing black people off and on the job is turned upside down when his skin turns dark overnight. As Jeff tries to come to terms with this unexplained phenomenon that has befallen him, he soon becomes a victim himself when all of his friends and neighbors suddenly shun and harass him. Excellent movie, you guys. And it's supposed to be like a satirical movie, kind of funny, but not funny, you know. There's one uh, part of the movie where um, his neighbors love him, but now that he's a black man, they're like, dude, we're sorry. We don't want you in the neighborhood anymore. And he's like, what are you talking about? They were like, well, you know, all of us in the neighborhood, we raised the collection, uh, so this is enough money for you to sell this house. We're going to buy it from you, and you can live somewhere else. And he's like, what a second? What are you talking about? It's me. I'm the same person. I'm just a black man now. They're like, yeah, but that's the problem. You're black now. You're a white neighbor. You can't live here anymore. But do you know, in real life, that's what happened with black people. They were getting paid to not move in the neighborhood. Like, ah, you know what? We'll pay you a couple of grand if you just don't buy this house. So, you know, it's, it's interesting. But, yeah. It it was that movie, oh, it's one of a kind. You have to check this movie out. So, yeah, let me, uh, uh, the actress. L, yes, Estelle Parsons. Yes. 
Yes, she is the one that played his wife in the movie. Whoa, she was born in 1927? If she was born in 1927, she is almost 90 years old. Oh, my freaking God. Whoa. Wow. What else has she been in besides Roseanne and uh, that show? Oh, she's earned some Tony nominations. Uh, in 1968, 1971, 1978, and 2002. She originally studied to be a lawyer, and she was a childhood friend of Jack Lemmon. Oh, she was offered the role to play Jason's mom in the movie Friday the 13th, but she turned it down. Whoa. Oh, but she ended up playing in another slasher film called Sleepaway Camp Part 3. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh, and with a background in law, she was hired by the Today Show back in 1952, becoming the first TV network political news reporter. Well, and she also taught acting at Yale and Columbia University. Oh, she adopted a child. Oh, that was born in 1983. She gave birth to her first and second children at age 27. She has two daughters. Oh, look at me all up in this lady's business. Wow. Oh, well, look at this. She is the grandmother of Eben Benton, who was an American football offensive lineman from nine, from 2009 to 2014. Oh. Oh, look at me. All this uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, so now we know about her, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I figure she probably would have to be old, that old, because that movie, The Watermelon Man, that came out in the 1970s. So let's just say hypothetically in 1970, let's just say she was 30. So you figure that was almost 50 years ago? So, hmm. wow, wow, wow. Yeah, Karen, Karen said I thought she was dead until I saw her on the new Roseanne show. Yeah, and I, look at that. That's a stand in the shade. This lady's almost 90 years old. Now she ain't. She out of a job. Damn. Oh, man, see, Roseanne, your mouth. What is, did Roseanne think because Trump liked her and he was a fan of the show that she could, no, but then again, she's always been popping off like this. So, yeah. But you know what? ABC was like, well, we'll just take a chance and see what happens. And now you see the end result. Got everybody hyped. And to be honest with you, I think this is really going to affect Roseanne because everybody was hyped about the freaking show, right? The cast, the crew, the fans, and even people that didn't grow up with the show, they still knew Roseanne and they were shocked that. What the show's back on the air, just like my daughter. My daughter didn't grow up watching Roseanne. She wasn't even born. Um, was she born when Roseanne was on the air? Maybe like the tail end. So she doesn't remember the original Roseanne, but she knows who Roseanne is. So when my daughter heard the show's coming back on the air, she thought that was absolutely fascinating. Like, what? <laughs> but, yeah, it's just a horrible thing, you know, very, very sad, you know, for the cast and the crew. And Roseanne knows better. She's in her 60s. And I'm getting tired of people, well, being dumb, 
No, it's not saying something dumb. It's saying something racist. I'm getting sick of them. I'm getting sick of people just brushing shit off. Well, she just said something stupid. No, it's not something stupid. Okay, please. Her saying something stupid would be like her saying she looked like Holly Berry. That's saying something stupid. Or saying she's a better comedian than Eddie Murphy. That's saying something stupid. What she said about this lady, Valerie, that's straight up racist. Ugh. Oh, dumbass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, uh, uh. What'd you say, Karen? My gay bestie was done with her when he found out she supports Trump. Yeah. But you know what I think, though? I think a lot of, well, I don't, not a lot, but, you know, there are people in entertainment that do support Trump. You know, it's kind of like Loki, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I don't want any trouble. <laughs> you know, they kind of like, oh, they kind of keep it low-key, you know what I mean? And um, at the same time, there are ones that don't support Trump, but you would think by some of the stuff they've said, you kind of would think they might, you know what I mean? So it's like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, but I'm like, what? Get to my room. She just said something silly. Really? Hmm. Okay, whatever. You know, and it's just, oh, you know. And then, too, it always puts black people in the spotlight when sometimes we kind of don't want to be in the spotlight, you know, because I was sitting in that lunchroom like, okay, I'm the only black person in here. And, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Not that certain type of way was just that, oh, you know, you know, it's kind of like, I just want to eat my lunch. And once again, you know, it's like, how come people just can't leave life alone? Just leave us alone. That's all. You know, please, can you do that? No, doesn't look like that's going to happen. Oh, you got, oh my God, is that the seven o'clock? Let me get out of here, you guys. I haven't eaten dinner yet, you know. I haven't taken a shower. Not that I'm funky or anything like that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I got to get ready for work tomorrow, you guys. But that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to um, give my two cents, you know, in, because this is more than an entertainment story. This has turned into, like, a social issue as well. So, yes, that's all I got to say, y'all. And, uh if Roseanne doesn't pop off at the mouth anymore, then I'll be back on Thursday. <laughs> but, man, the way things are going in the entertainment industry, somebody might say something stupid tomorrow. I might be back on here tomorrow, right? I mean, look at Morgan Freeman with his dumb ass, you know? <laughs> Who knows? Good night, Karen. Uh, good night, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the chat room. I appreciate it. And for all of you guys that are listening live, thank you so much. So like I always say, um, I enjoy doing this show. I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. But when you guys tune in, I really do appreciate it because, you know, I have plenty of competition. Everybody and mama is doing a podcast or on YouTube, something about makeup and hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? So thank you so much for taking time out to listen to me. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And you guys take care. Enjoy the rest of your evening. And, uh, yeah, if nobody acts a fool, I will see you Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You guys take care. Have a good night. Bye.